Welcome to the Pod Fast Foodcast, a podcast about fast food. I'm Ryan. I'm Steven. And we are now in the final week, the final episode of March Spunness. Woo! So, uh, you know, this is, this is going to be a, a, you know, a meteor episode. We got a lot of things we got to get to. Starchier. And so, <laughs> wow. I, I kind of want to set the, 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 the groundwork for how this episode's going to go. So for okay. our uh, for our tournament, we've got one more matchup, which is Chick Fil A v Raising Canes, um, and so we're gonna start by doing that matchup. Go pick our well, winner. Well, 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 real quick, real quick, real mm-hmm. quick. Just let everybody know this is a French fry tournament. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good point. Didn't even say what this is. March Spudness <laughs> French fry tournament. Just in case it's the first episode that you're listening to and you haven't been keeping up with the entirety <laughs> of the podcast. We guess you could go back. You could start here because honestly, this is like like you said. This That's episode is going to be the meat and the potatoes. We got the meat and the potatoes in this episode. We got everything in this episode. We're basically going to go through the entire bracket and declare a winner today. Yes, but. In the first round, in the first series of matchups, we're doing the last one today, which, as you said, is Chick-fil-A versus Raising Canes. Yes. Uh, and so we're going to do that, pick a winner, and then we're going to go back to our bracket, talk through That's it. Right. We have some more. We have some new matchups based on previous winners. We're going to have McDonald's v. Burger King. Mm-hmm. And then the winner of Chick-fil-A v. Arby, or Chick-fil-A v. Raising Canes yeah. going against Arby's. Pick That's two right. winners from those. That's going to be the national championship game. We'll mm-hmm. pick that winner. That's the winner of the entire bracket, the champion spud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing this uh, tonight, April 3rd. We're doing this the night of the national championship game, the basketball one as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to start in about an hour. San Diego State versus UConn. Ooh. Now, last week, we didn't do that bad, I don't think. I think we were both wrong. I think we talked about this <laughs> I think, possibility. I think we got half wrong for both of us. I think I, I, I San did. San Diego State. And I, I picked Florida Atlantic UConn, and I think you picked San Diego State Miami. I did. Yep. And so. I said, well, I know it was funny. This is actually really funny. I think I floated the idea of what if we're both wrong and it's Miami versus Florida Atlantic. <laughs> I oh, believe that is I believe I said that on the last one. So there were four options. We talked about three of them. The fourth one happened. You did your classic covering all of your bases thing. Just in case it could have been but you missed one base. Well, so when I said that, I w- the joke that I was effectively saying was the lower seed won each game because it's the five seed San Diego State versus the nine seed Florida Atlantic, four seed UConn versus five seed Miami. I joked, what if it ended up being the five versus the nine? Well, what ended up happening was the higher seed won both matchup. <laughs> so, what do you what what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, what are you gonna do? It's it's a tough game. I think we've got every prediction wrong. I was really close to getting it right. So UConn handily beat Miami, mm-hmm. but Florida Atlantic, San Diego State yeah. was one on a, on, a, on a buzzer beater. That was a close game. That was a good game. Insta-classic. A lot of fun. Now, let's table that fun for now. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. circle back, talk hoops later. Maybe we'll, we'll do a deep dive into, into the championship game. But for now, we're talking taters. Yes, and, and, and we got to be serious when we talk about taters. I mean, there's there's no fun to be had here. This is business. Work hard, play harder. What? All right. 
three seed Chick Fil A. <laughs> let's let's start right Chick Fil A. Tell me, paint me a picture. Paint me a, a Chick Fil A picture. Get me into that booth. Get me into the drive-through line. Where, whichever way you want to go about getting this uh, Chick Fil A, tell me about it. What are you ordering? You get fries, right? So mm-hmm. you get fries, but like, what else are you getting? Set the set the mood for me. I'm in the Chick Fil A drive-through. Okay. A uh, a person in a red shirt comes up to me, and 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 and, and they approach physically. This is a special drive-through. They've got people outside in their little button-up polos taking. Do you orders. make physical contact with this person? Do you touch this person? <laughs> Sometimes when it's raining out, they're in this like big clear plastic enclosure. <laughs> That poncho? walks with them. No, it's like a it's a poncho, but it's like square. Like it comes, it like it sits on their shoulders. It's very weird. I've I've seen that before. Um, in their little in their space pods, and they come out and they in the most polite way that they can muster, ask how I'm doing today, and they can take my order. I'm a chicken sandwich guy. We reviewed the Chick Fil A classic wait, chicken sandwich. Wait, wait, wait. What do you say? Huh? They ask how you're doing. What do you say? I'm how are right. you doing? Like right I'm, now? I'm all right. Like what? Like how are you doing, right? Like is everything going well? How are well? you? How, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing okay. Like I've done yeah. better before, but like I'm doing fine, I guess. Okay, yeah, it's, so it's fine. we're in the Chick Fil A drive-through, and they ask you how you're doing, and you're saying you're doing fine. All right, sorry. And then they get like really upset because like they didn't ask for all that. Yeah. It's kind of awkward then, and I don't know. Can I get a different? Can I get a different server? <laughs> yeah, they work in the service industry. They don't want to deal with how you're actually doing. They just want to chicken chicken on. sandwich, please, is what I say. Uh huh. One chicken sandwich, one Chick Fil A sauce to put on the chicken sandwich. Dump it on there. Though that's a the podcast full... foodcast favorite. <laughs> that's the fullest way. Yep. Sometimes, I, am I hungry today? If they ask me how oh, I'm doing, yeah. and I say, "Man, I'm hungry." <laughs> Sorry, this is a big hungry boy meal. Like, if you're just getting like your ideal, like you're getting a little bit of everything from Chick Fil A today. What are you getting? What's your full array of Chick-fil-A products? Eight-piece nugget, please. Oh, my God. What? Another Chick-fil-A sauce. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, I like a lot of chicken. I, you know, I, yeah, I, if I'm getting, if I know I'm getting Chick-fil-A that night, I'm planning ahead. I'm not, I'm not eating a light lunch. I'm, you know, I need to make this count. How are you washing all that chicken down? Diet Coke, please. Okay. <laughs> Now they've got they lemonade. Do, they like, do a lemonade. A lemonade. They got lemonade like freezes and floats and stuff. Yeah. Uh, those are all pretty good. Uh, and you know maybe I'll indulge, but Diet Coke, please. Di- they've Diet got Coke, a Diet they've Coke. got a nice styrofoam cup with some nice ice. It's a it's a good experience getting getting a beverage from Chick Fil A. How does the environment feel about that? Um, you know, <laughs> if that's one thing about Chick Fil A you could talk about uh, is uh their impact (laughs) and am i forgetting something Hmm. i don't know like they got to remind me and they don't remind me because they say my pleasure scratching my head i'm looking at the menu up and down then i see them right there chick-fil-a waffle potato fries oh my goodness what now what even is a waffle fry french fries that are cut into the shape that waffles are cut into what's a waffle uh, oh it's a breakfast item that has divots in it now uh, what is a divot this one's tough little, little, little holes little 
It's up, ups and downs. I'm doing motions with my hands. Those of you listening to the podcast can't see this is just for me and Ryan. It's just a little ups and downs. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the waffle fry, one of the one of the key cuts of fries. You know, yes. we've we've talked about your classic before and the different variations, you know, skin on, skin off, that sort of thing. More of a rustic style. We've talked about curly fries. We didn't do like a JoJo or like a really thick cut fry. We didn't do that no, in this tournament. We probably could have keyed in like a, I always think of like a KFC or something like that. KFC has those. Yeah. I could see, I could see those coming back in if we do a potato tournament next year. I know that we were saying like non fry division, but yeah. like a JoJo or things like that. To me, that is almost different than it's almost a potato. Yeah, yeah. We we didn't mention this, but you could just you could just do a whole baked potato in that tournament. That is true. There's some good ones out there. There are, there are fast food ones. So yeah, but yeah, waffle cut fries. That's that's one of the key types of fry. Yes, and that's why it was a must to have in this tourney. Oh, for sure. I love a waffle fry. They're really good. I the uh the the surface area that you can get, they're really good for dipping because yes. they have all these grooves and waffle fries uniformly by and large much crispier evenly than their non-waffle counterparts and I love that. Big fan. You know, and I, I never made this connection in my head, but like you know, you've got pancakes, and then waffles are great because they'll in the, in the divots they'll trap in the butter and they'll trap in the syrup. You can get a similar thing going with a with a waffle fry. It'll it'll, oh, it'll yeah. get that sauce in there and it'll it stays. It doesn't you know fall off. Whew. Okay, so in the world of sweet-ish desserts, or not desserts, sorry, breakfasts like mm. waffles, pancakes, French toast, etc. What's your favorite? Um, crepes. Maybe this isn't. I I like like a savory crepe. Okay. I think that's really good. Okay. Uh, I, and then this, you know, that maybe this doesn't. Maybe this will be seen as a harsh attack against the Chick Fil A fries, but I I like a pancake. Oh, okay. I'm I like I'm a team waffle. Pancake. Are you really? I'm team waffle. I'm kind of shocked. Waffle would be my go-to. I like the crispy better. That's fair. I would have guessed. I would have guessed uh, French toast for you. I can't have that all the time, though. That's true. That's heavy. Now it's not like that. I could actually eat waffles or pancakes all the time either. <laughs> but like, I would never do that. I don't eat any of that a lot. But waffles, I could go back to regularly. If I'm doing French toast, that's a whole to do. Yeah. So heavy with the egg and such. But but yeah, the connection that you've made is strong. And that does speak to the standout quality of these waffle fries. And the way that I the, the way that I've always felt about uh Chick-fil-A's waffle fries, strong. Maybe yeah. not the best version of waffle fries I've ever had in my life, but strong. They don't have any huge drawback, I don't think. So I mean let's get specific. We're talking about Chick-fil-A's waffle fries, not just any waffle fries, so Right, so what, right. What's what's going on here? Like, what are these really? Yeah. Yep. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> Waffle cup potatoes cooked in canola oil until crispy outside and tender inside, sprinkled with sea salt, 
And to describe what we're looking at here, and we'll also briefly get into just packaging, which is pretty straightforward. Chick-fil-A logo, white box, same card and style that we've described before that everybody's familiar with. It says on the bottom, sprinkled with sea salt. But just visually, these fries. So they are reminiscent of a lot of other waffle fries that you've probably seen before, even if you haven't had these. Uh, these ones skin on around the edges. Yes. But classic golden, similar to McDonald's or something. Uh, wh- what are you seeing? I'm seeing some golden, crispy waffle fries. When when you see no, they're never going to market like this. But I, I want to talk about when you can see the variety and the different kinds of shapes that you'll see. Yeah, and you'll, of course, see the classic disc-like shape of a waffle. You'll see some thinner ones. Some ones that are almost like stripes and kind of the edge of a potato almost with a lot more skin on the side. We'll see a lot of crispy bits, a lot of smaller bits, a good variety and kind of a different variety than we see with some of these other fries. That's just kind of what I wanted to mention it because some unique shapes you'll get here. It's probably closest in that sense to the curly fries from uh, Arby's. And that would make sense because those are the two unique form factors in this tournament or the two most unique form factors in this tournament that you do get more variety than you typically get from your standard fry. Yes. Now, the first, the thing that, that speaks to me the most when I have these mm-hmm. is is that salt, that sea salt. These are, it's a very good seasoning on these fries. Well salted. Yes. Well salted. A, a classic profile, but but well done, I would say. You know, we talked about the, the Burger King fries being extremely salty, and like most things on their menu. Uh, and some of these other, other ones are just not being fl- very flavorful and kind of boring. This is a great proportion. Uh, and it, and it kind of adds, you know, it builds in with uh, they're very crispy, like a good waffle fry is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all together a very satisfying package. I agree. Uh, I'd like to briefly mention, so these come in small, medium, large, and I would like to point out, I might have talked about this when we've done previous Chick-fil-A episodes. One of my personal favorite things, and this hasn't come up in a lot of these other episodes, I feel like fast food places, at least here in the United States, give you way more food than you could reasonably eat. (laughs) Even if yeah. you get like mediums or whatever, I feel like they give you way more than, than you could possibly eat. Chick-fil-A, on the uh, other side of that coin, excellent portion sizes. Yes. I've always felt that way. Now, when I maybe if I was just for myself, I'd probably get a small. I don't remember what size that we got with these, but uh, I'd probably get a small just for myself. But like. I feel like Chick-fil-A's portion sizes on both their sandwich side of things, their chicken, if you're getting like nuggets or something like that, or whatever, whatever it is on their menu, they're very good at portion sizes, very reasonable, very much like you're going to be full afterwards, but mm. not like overly stuffed or anything like that. They, they have good portion sizes at Chick-fil-A. Yes. And, and, and the, the portion sizes, you know, I mentioned my, my, my kind of crazier order with a lot of chicken. Mm-hmm. They, they definitely let you customize at you know as you as you will it, rem- it reminds me a lot it's one of my favorite parts about taco bell is that you can pretty much order anything on their menu individually you don't have to get everything in a combo and stuff like that yeah. which lets what's lets you you know put together an order that you really like that you want you can you can set exactly how much food you want to eat have it your way 
Can have it your way. Whew. Cool. All right. We if we have more to say about Chick Fil A, maybe we can circle back to it. But for now, yes. do you want to hop over to the Raising Cane side of things? Raising Canes. Oh yeah. So we did Raising Canes. We did an episode on them. Uh, we we talked specifically about the Caniac combo, uh, but because of the very simpleness of their menu, which has about five total different things on it, yep. Uh, that that was more of a rest, uh, you know, an establishment review or review. Yeah. But the the fries are where I feel like it kind of gets interesting having them differently this time. Yep. It's almost a whole different experience. Totally, because I'm focusing on them and I'm thinking about them on their own. I don't remember. I could be wrong. I don't think we were very high on these during our Raising Cane's episode. No, and there's a very good reason, and we'll get into that. So these are crinkle-cut fries. That's right. Which, you know, the the waffle fries and the curly fries are pretty unique in there, and, you know, they look a lot different. Crinkle-cut mm-hmm. fries, if I take my glasses off and I look at these fries, I couldn't tell you that they're different than standard cut fries. If, you, if you're unaware, it is like a fry, but it's like wavy. Wavy. Wavy fries. Yes. Uh, if you have potato chips and you've also had potato chips with yep. ridges, like ruffles, yep. it's very, it's the same thing. Or wavy lays. Or wavy lays. That's what they're called, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, but that's what these are. I don't know, like, to me, I think of crinkle cut fries and I just think of like bog standard. I just expect... A boring fry. And I think that when I order one of their combos, box combo, Kaniac, etc., and I get the fries, Mm -hmm. I just think of it as so perfunctory. I'm here for chicken. I'm here for the Texas toast. I'm here for the sauce. By the way, sauce talk, that'll come after we talk about the fries. We'll get into sauce talk later. But now, so this time, so to just say, yeah, so we ordered these, just fries, right? We we went through that whole spiel earlier about the the perfect uh chick-fil-a order when it came to raising canes this week we just we just got canes fries and yes. and sauce and sauce like we do so we, di- we didn't get chicken with these and listeners something happened i think i think that i have a scientific explanation as to what happened i'd love to hear it because i'm just letting everybody know these were really good. <laughs> Way so, better than I thought they would be. We've talked about the packaging for every contestant so far, and it's not really mattered that much. I think it gave McDonald's some extra points where it didn't really even need them. Mm-hmm. Uh, stat padding almost. Yep. But for the fu- for the finale, I think it's important that we talk about the packaging because I think it goes a long way. So the normal Canes combos, the box combo, the Caniac combo, the three-finger combo, or the sandwich combo, uh-huh. they all come... In a styrofoam container, a pretty standard issue, three compartment box, where nothing is really divided. Everything kind of just touches and goes over each other. I love it. I do too. In our, and it keeps it hot. It kind of keeps it a little moist. Mm-hmm. In our original review, we talked, one of the, uh, the key points is that we don't like the coleslaw from Cane's. Because whenever yep. you get it, they put they stuff it in the box. In a little cup still, but it's still in the box. And mm-hmm. it gets worn from all the chicken and the bread and the fries. It gets mm-hmm. gross. It's, a, it's just weird. Yep. And our favorite, the, the standout thing from the review, either the sauce or the Texas toast. Yep. 
which we talked about being a, a, a very moist and nice piece of bread. Mm-hmm. I think that the box combo, everything in the same box, kills these fries. Because you got the coleslaw, which suffers the most from being in the box with all the hot stuff. The toast, right. which is all it's doing is absorbing all of the goodness that's in the box and just becoming moist and nice. Those yeah. fries, they're sitting at the bottom. They're getting soggy. Soggy? Under, under the chicken, they're soggy. Oh, oh my God. We've cracked it. So I never you cracked I didn't, it. I didn't even know that you can get these on their own. I was kind of worried about that. But you can. Yeah. You, can get, you, can get all, you can get a single chicken finger on its own. You can get anything on its own. And you can also <laughs> sub anything out there, which I think yeah. we talked about. But when you get the cracker cloth fries, of course, they come alone. They still come in a styrofoam container, but by themselves. Yep. When I tell you that when we ate these, these are the crispiest Cane's fries I've ever had. It, it was mind-blowing. I, I, you know, you can't. It's unfathomable. They were great. This was the platonic ideal of the crinkle cut fry. It was, it was perfect. It was like, it was just as good as a lot of these other great fries we've talked about in this tournament. They were crispy on the outside and soft on the inside. What can I say? They were right. They were done right. You know, it, it was it was impressive. It, it really was. <laughs> Uh, this this is a great A performance from from Keynes. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, this is this is a, a this is the Caitlin Clark forty point triple double. Oh my god! You would have never seen it coming. Stole the show, like out from underneath, like the our other seven competitors. That was the men's tournament this year, where it was just like, yeah. oh, there's like a good game here, a good game there. All in all, people aren't paying attention to it over there at Iowa. Oh, oh my. god. Oh my goodness! So these, yeah, these were, I, these were good fries. I, I crossed the whole box of them. Consistent, very crispy. They're soft on the inside, perfectly salted. It's just it's a great tasting fry. And it leads us right to to, to 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 how did these get elevated? How did these how did these go beyond that? Let's yes. talk about sauces. So we didn't talk about the sauce at Chick Fil A. Let's 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 do that first. So, for Chick-fil-A, we had a choice. Yes. And we made the choice, and that's the end of it. <laughs> True. There's no take-backs. We, we picked choices. We picked dipping sauces for all these places before we you know went there. Because Chick-fil-A ha- has a good array of sauces. And it does a, have... A, a great many number of sauces and variety. And they're yes. honestly all pretty good. I've tried most of them, and they're all pretty good. Yes, and, and I'm even going to count their dressing, their salad dressings, which I think are all really good, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of unique for a fast food place to have, like, legitimately, like, unique and good salad dressings. Yeah. But it, it has a namesake sauce, like a bunch of places have their own iconic secret sauces. Chick-fil-A sauce. Yes. Yeah. And we talked about doing that as the Chick-fil-A fry sauce. Mm-hmm. I personally... I teetered to the one we ended up going with, which we'll talk about why, mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. But one of the reasons was also because we had already talked about the Chick-fil-A sauce on the chicken sandwich episode. And typically I try to, you know, I want to, you know, talk about as many different things as we can mm-hmm. to, you know, to get more variety on the show and to, to talk about things. If there's ever an opportunity to talk about something that we wouldn't otherwise talk about, I'm there yeah. for that. You know what I mean? Yes, and I'll extend that a little bit uh, further and say so. I'll also just say what the top the, yeah. the sauce was. We want their cheese sauce, their yes. cheese, their melted cheese dipping sauce. 
And yeah, I'll extend this a bit further and say that the the tournament and the bracket also came into play of the cheese sauce. We did we did a cheese sauce for Arby's with the curly fries. Mm-hmm. We thought that the cheese sauce was fitting for this. It gave more variety to the sauces in the tournament. But to me it also worked because people often pair waffle cut fries with cheese that's That's a common thing that's a common thing if if you get that at say like you know a restaurant or like a dive bar or whatever that does waffle cut fries they typically serve it with cheese sauce so it made sense you know you lean more towards the cheese sauce i am definitely team chick-fil-a sauce i don't Mm. get the cheese sauce. i usually use the chick-fil-a sauce but I, but I, but I like both, and I was, and this was determined well before the tournament started. You know, before we had even recorded any episodes, and that made sense to me. I think that I still, and I still stand by it. I, I'm glad that we paired it with the cheese sauce. That made sense to me. I only mentioned it because this is our first. You know, it's almost like a, a ref controversy. Mm-hmm. The refs really blew this game. You know, you don't know, you don't, you don't know where this is going, but right, right. I just wanted to bring that up. To make it clear so that we don't get berated with Twitter. Yeah, we're going to get people <laughs> clamoring that we didn't use the Polynesian sauce from Chick-fil-A. But that was my thought. Because if what if we do the chicken nugget you know, episode and we want to talk mm-hmm. about the Polynesian sauce? We're never going to talk about the cheese sauce. That's a fry thing. Right. Yeah. No. It, it makes sense. Now, a thing that I did not know and you did not know until about 20 minutes ago when we were doing episode research. Yeah. Is that the Chick-fil-A cheese sauce, well, I guess not anymore because we're talking about it, is uh-huh. a secret. I I can't believe that. Uh, I really didn't know this at all. Because I, 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 like, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it, like, if it is a, if it, cause it is, it is a secret thing and, you know, it's, it's only offered at certain states and certain restaurants. Yep. But, like, the people that I've heard talk about the cheese sauce are people that live here. So I yeah. guess that makes sense. So yeah, I guess it's a non-obvious item on the menu. It's it's it, they say online available at around 600 restaurants across the country. Uh, the cheese sauce mixture of Swiss Swiss and Parmesan cheese. I I'm surprised. I didn't realize that it just wasn't everywhere. I had really no idea, and, I, and it feels like one of those things where like I I don't see why it's not. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It it seems like a pretty straightforward item. Wow, there are almost 3,000 Chick-fil-A's. Oh, wow. So um, only a fifth of them have have the sauce. They have the cheese sauce. So this this does add to the controversy a little bit. Yeah. But we made up our minds. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry if you're uh 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 what what is that? Like 80% of uh <laughs> Of the people in, 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 on the planet that have a Chick-fil-A that cannot get the cheese sauce. Sorry, but... Well, like, I've been to several. I guess, yeah, it was. it says state by state. So if you're in yep. Ohio... If you're in Ohio, you can get the cheese you, sauce. Because you can for sure get it. Unless you go to like this one. I, I only remember one Chick-fil-A that said they didn't do it. And it was in a mall. I don't know where. Make, makes sense. Makes sense. You know, but I always, I always thought that was because it was a mall location and they just didn't have a complete menu there. 
No. Well, that, that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the, the mall versions that. of some uh, fast food places won't have the full menu always. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so that's yeah. So that's what we yeah. did. Cheese sauce. So if you haven't had the cheese sauce, which statistically you haven't, well, I guess by viewers by listenership, <laughs> you probably have. Uh, oh, I have the data of the listenership, and it's wide-reaching, Ryan. You have no idea. Uh, the cheese sauce is a mix. Of Swiss and Parmesan melted cheeses, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. They serve it uh, in different cups depending on where you go and depending on what they have. Because sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be in like um, the same kind of cup they use for their mac and cheese, which is like a paper kind of card, you know, a cardstock cup. That's the standard. That's what you usually get, I feel like. Yes. And sometimes it'll be in a plastic kind of like to go container. Yeah. Um, for what that's worth. It's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a little weird. I had never I you know I if you asked me what cheeses went into it, I probably would not have said Swiss and Parmesan. I would have said I don't know. When I think of like the cheese that goes with a waffle fry, for better or for worse, I'm thinking of like something more similar to Arby's and their cheese. I'm thinking of something neon, something bright, like something nacho cheese, cheddar, like a nacho cheese. Um, something cheap. And, you know, Swiss and Parmesan are not cheap cheeses. They're not garbage cheeses. No, so it, it has, okay, more going on with its flavor profile than, like, a nacho mm. cheese does, like a neon orange cheese does. But this isn't as flavorful as, like, a queso or something no. like oh, that. No. It's not, like, this is, it's pretty... It's its profile is going for a relatively generic cheese flavor. It doesn't yes. like 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 you're saying like you, you couldn't have really picked out the cheeses in it even if you tried. It's because it doesn't really like no 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 one flavor really jumps out to me. It just kind of tastes like generic cheese. No, which, it, its... which isn't a bad thing, which isn't no. a bad thing. At its best, it gives you a little bit of bite. Just a little. It's a, It can be a mm-hmm. little sharp. It's typically not. I mean, it's pretty, pretty tame. To me, it doesn't add enough to, to overtake, you know. I feel like sometimes I just want a plain fry. I think that these fries, are, when we talked about how well they are salted, I just want a, I just want a salty fry. I don't need all the cheese. I think it doesn't add enough to warrant that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't think it's, you know, it's worth all that. But I was really thinking about it. Yeah. I The cheese isn't my choice. And like, the, like, like that was what I was thinking about while I was eating it of just like, and I, I agree with you that just like the plain fries are still really strong and, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's holding it up for me. But while I was eating it with the cheese, I was just thinking, I prefer this with the Chick-fil-A sauce. And that probably would have strengthened its case. Yeah. But I don't know if it would have strengthened it enough because the sauce that I want to talk about <laughs> is the Raising Cane sauce. So we go down the street to a, a, a truly elite sauce. It's amazing. 
you know, and maybe I said this in the in the Canes episode. I, I swear uh-huh. to God, the sauce gets better every single time I have it. It totally does. It totally does. I'm a big raise. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a big Chick Fil A sauce fan, and mm. I go back to that one. You can get it bottled at the store. I'll I'll throw that on whatever Ch- chicken yes. fries, those sorts of things, like wh- whichever. I really like that sauce. It's a strong modern day special sauce. Their skews a little bit more barbecue-y in profile. The Raising Cane sauce is like a pepper sauce. Like, we talked about that yeah. in the episode. That's the strong flavor. It's it's your classic special sauce. So, like, ketchup, mayo. Maybe they put, like, Worcestershire or something in it to spice it up, zhuzh it up a little bit. But pepper, that's the strong flavor. And... If you wanted to call this sauce a one-trick pony, I wouldn't blame you. But man, is it! It's man, is it's one trick real good. It has some spice to it. Yeah, and it's that is a good flavor. Yes, you know that 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 you know, that's it. Because to me, Chick Fil A sauce, we probably compare it to the episode too. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's cheese. It's kind of it's, it's tamer for sure. Yes, it it definitely goes with anything. It's not going to overpower anything. It's pretty additive. You know, it's just, you know, not positive. Mm-hmm. No matter what you put it on. Cane sauce? That is that is, a, that is one hell of a flavor. Like, it really... You know, maybe it's not... It doesn't go with as much... You know, it's not as versatile. Mm-hmm. But when you pair that with their chicken, and when you pair that with their crinkle-cut fries... Oh, my goodness. It's a perfect combination for chicken fingers or fries. It's a nice short kick. As in, there's nothing long or trailing about the flavor. It comes in, you get that nice bite right at the front, and you're like, yes, you've done your job. And then it lets the chicken or the, in this case, fries take over and and sing. And And these, these sung. Oh, they sung. It's it's not like a hot sauce, it it is it is it has a spice it has pepper in it, mm-hmm. which it gives it that kick. But you're not gonna you're not gonna you you could dump these on your fries and eat all of them, and you're not gonna have that like lingering heat in your mouth. No, it's nothing not, like it's that. Not like that. Yeah. It, it is it is a it is the spice is there for flavor and it adds a lot. A, a very classic special sauce combo is to do the main base of ketchup and mustard i'm sorry not ketchup uh ketchup and mayo that is so prevalent in these special sauces and then you do some hot sauce right like frank's or sriracha whatever your hot sauce of choice is and you mix that up and then maybe you toss in a couple other things to bring it all together but like that's your main yeah this isn't like that it's not like those it's not like trying to like like get you it's not like trying to like have that hot sauce uh, flavor and and lingering quality this is just nice to the point does its job works with its whatever your dipper of choices which today it was fries it was fries this whole tournament was fries these were so good man yeah uh, they, I, they won I, me over when you pair that crispy outside with that sauce the crinkles would catch that sauce that's 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 a great that's a great package. 
This was another great round for us. We were really happy last week. We were we were pleasantly surprised by Wendy's showing some strong fight from a seven seed, and we really liked the curly fries last week. This is another strong week, and I was really impressed with with both of these, but the lower-seeded Canes coming in, and and you nailed it at the top. The, the, the getting these on their own yeah. amplified them. It helped them out. It made them way better. So... I think that we have uh, quite a bit to get to, so I'm going to say mm-hmm. we jump now right to our ratings of, let's do Chick-fil-A first, right? Do you want to give Chick-fil-A's fries a rating? I'm going to give Chick-fil-A's waffle potato fries four spuds out of five. Okay. You know, I, I, I think that sometimes when I'm thinking about these fries, I think about them too much in conjunction with the whole menu of Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Which I th- I do think is elite, and we've talked yes. about that on the show before. I think it's a great menu. Yes, the fries have got to be the most forgettable part of the whole menu. This was the conclusion that I came to while we were eating them as well. Yeah, of oh, the whole tournament, we're talking about eating them alone versus eating them with the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you know, truly getting these eating them on their own, and just also focusing on them because sometimes you'll get a fry on the side and you'll mindlessly eat it, maybe in between bites of your sandwich or whatever. Mm-hmm. When we're, we're, we're reviewing these, and we're giving them the whole, we're putting them under the magnifying glass. We're really taking a look at what makes them up and what makes them kick and what makes them good. I think these are still good. I mean, they're four out of five is a great score. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are great. That's a great fry. But to me, they're not as exciting as I maybe think they are, because I I typically think of them with the other stuff that I, you know I think makes them great. But I, I don't think they're that exciting. Mentally, when you're in that drive-through, going back to the top of the episode, yeah, you're thinking, "My day is going fine. I'm in an okay mm-hmm. mood. I'm in for a nice treat. I'm gonna yes. get something tasty." And as you were going through your order, I think that you hit upon what, in my opinion, is the holy trinity of Chick-fil-A menu offerings: the chicken sandwich, spicy or otherwise, deluxe or otherwise, if you're in that kind of mood. The chicken sandwich, the chicken nuggets, nougats, and the Chick-fil-A sauce. That's the trinity to me. Those are the three all-time great fast food items that they do. Yes. And because you're, 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 you're naturally drawn to getting french fries with them, I think that I, too, would sometimes conflate it and include them and say, oh, that's that's part of the nice full offering that Chick-fil-A does. These are good fries. I don't think they're great fries. And even though I was lukewarm on the cheese, I don't think I would have gone to a five out of five, even if we did Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't really think so either. I wouldn't. I I, I just don't think so. So I'm going to go four out of five as well. Uh, not going to go down to three out of five just because of the cheese, because it was fine. Like it, it just, yeah. it didn't do too much damage or anything for me, but I think that even if we had paired it with the sauce that I prefer, I just don't think I would have went to five. These, these are a four out of five. These are like well done. Didn't rise up a, a, a level in my opinion. What, what I feel like I'm learning is that maybe sometimes in life, when you go to these fast food places, Sometimes maybe you can go without the fries. I and agree. You're probably not. You're probably not going to lose a lot. I don't think so. 
I feel like I I've always been so stuck in in, in this this standard. This is how you do things. All the combos come with fries. I typically I don't even want to get a combo because I don't I don't need the drink. I got I got water and stuff at oh, home. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I got, if I'm getting a diet coke, I got a can a diet coke at home. <laughs> the same thing. I don't need the combo. I don't need the. I don't. Maybe you don't need the fries. Now that we're talking through it, and I'm actually like I'm really thinking about like yeah, like what do I order? Because I like we do this show. We get things for the show. And when we get things yeah. for the show, sometimes we just get the items on their own, like we talked about today. Sometimes we'll get it as a meal or whatever. I, yeah, I'm never getting a combo. I don't want a combo because, A, I don't drink, like, soda or, like, yeah. fountain drinks or anything. So I don't, I don't want that nine times out of ten. And, yeah, most of the time I don't need the side. And, man, now that I'm really thinking about it, when I when I think about, like, on the occasions outside of this show, when I've just, like, ordered something for myself, mm-hmm. man, man, I'm never getting the fries from Chick-fil-A. If I get Chick-fil-A <laughs> just on my own, I just get a spicy chicken sandwich. That's it. I get the sauce, and I put the sauce on the sandwich. That is, that's my go-to order. And yeah. when I apply that same logic to other places, now, now it is putting into focus how I really feel about the sides or fry equivalent at other places. And it's just like, yeah, like at like Taco Bell, I would never get like nachos from there. Like I'm not doing whoa, that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me stop you there. <laughs> I'm giving my lived experience, right? I'm telling the, the viewers one how I do place, things. The one place that I will get a combo consistently. Taco Bell has elite offerings in the box combo space industry i wasn't trying to talk down their their box combos i just i want to put that out there i i also i don't get combos anywhere else but taco bell is the one place if i'm going to talk about them it's like what's what's in their current what's in their featured box right now and it's a bunch of garbage that you know maybe i wouldn't get on their own otherwise but that has introduced me to so many great menu items i'm always there for the box that, that's why i don't do it that's I don't why i don't care I'll eat a, I'll eat one of their hard shelled plain tacos every single time because I'm always there for the box. Box is a great deal. You get so much food for like five bucks. There is it, no awesome. There is no way I'm filling up on soft or crunchy plain tacos from Taco Bell. There's because no way I'm doing that. That's the one place I'm always getting the drink because I, I want the Baja Blast. Not, I'm not going there without getting a, a, a you know a soda. Without so getting I'm Baja Blast, <laughs> I'm getting the box. No, I understand. I, I'm not trying to talk down their box combos yeah. because some of them are elite. You, yes. you, what is crazy about Taco Bell is is that unlike other places, other places combos are literally all of their individual items plus their fry plus their soda. <laughs> Boring, lame. Yes. Taco Bell does crazy ass box <laughs> combos, which will put like four different specialty items in one box and then a soda. They like they construct meals. <laughs> Yes, and, and like, okay, now when I say four specialty items, are two of those usually like Doritos, Locos, Tacos, which are pretty yeah. boring, straightforward? Yes, but that's still way better than just boring stuff that other places do. So I'm not talking down on their box combos, but that being said, if I do get Taco Bell, and we talk about Taco Bell all the time on this show because it's one of our favorite mm. places, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna construct like you were saying earlier in the show the That's perfect right. order where I'm gonna get like one of each thing, no side equivalent. But anyway, like combo as well, and this this is gonna uh, spark a little debate for later. But of like, I would be way more inclined to get 
a full combo at McDonald's versus Chick-fil-A. Mm. Now, don't go to McDonald's very often, but if I did, of course I have to get the fries. Yeah. That goes without saying. How could I how could you make a McDonald's order and not have fries in it? That's unthinkable. But at Chick-fil-A, like honestly, I'm probably just getting the sandwich and I'm going to be pretty satisfied with that at the end. I don't really need the fries. No. And I think that you hinted at this earlier in the episode when you were in the drive-thru, and the first thing you said was, give me the sandwich, give me mm-hmm. the nuggets. Oh, right, yeah. I got to get that other thing. But you're not I, thinking I put, that. I put a Diet Coke in there before I put the fries on the menu. I think that if, if you get that sandwich, I think I am way quicker to grab nuggets if I want more stuff. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to get the fries. So, four out of five. Yes. Raising Cane's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I don't care. I mean, what more could, can you say? These could easily be four out of five, and I'm not going to do it. I'm going five out of five. The sauce is so good. The because, sauce is yeah. so good. <laughs> but, you know, we don't do – we could spend the whole week, every day, eating the same thing over and over again to get a full review, a full in-depth, make sure that it's consistent, see what happens on certain days, maybe – Maybe this is the cook that comes in on Wednesdays and as good as the one on Thursday. It's one no. of the it's one of the, the the biggest things about fast food that that we don't really dive too much into in the show unless some like our order gets wrong or it's made really poorly, which hasn't happened very often so far. Thankfully, I guess I guess that means the, the our local places are pretty decent. Yeah. But yeah, fast food can have high variants. That's well known. I think anybody that gets fast food knows about this. High variance. You could get really bad fast food depending on the day. Uh, it's a bit of a dice roll. I, I feel like March Spondness is a perfect format for this because unlike professional ball, over the NBA, they do a seven-game series. At, mm. at the most, they have seven games to hash it out and truly see who's the best team. And yeah. that's why if you watch the NBA, does, do eight seeds ever beat the one seeds? Like, no, this doesn't happen. Uh, nobody, Nobody even thinks twice about that. Maybe tune in this year. You might get some action this season, but yeah. nine times out of ninety-nine times out of a hundred, actually, ninety-nine percent of the time, yeah, the better team's going to win in the NBA. It, it, that's yes. how it goes. In college, that's just not the case. I'll you get uh, the upsets are so common. Crazy upsets happen all the time. It's it's one game. A random team could have a great game on any on any given you know any given night. You see this in football with the wild card. You've been seeing this on the NBA with the plane, I will say, mm-hmm. which does get into some single game elimination. It's the most fun because anyone could win. You know, it's last game. You know, last you know whatever winner happens, takes happens. winner takes all. Winner takes all. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, that's how we do things on here today. Raising can just had a great day. You know, you know now maybe that's always like that, but at the very I can tell you for a fact that raising Canes today had a great day. Wonderfully put. That's a five spot performance I've already seen one. It, it was I, I I like to put the listener in our shoes, like when we're eating these, and and we just knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we sat down today with the raisin canes. We had the Chick Fil A uh, earlier in the week. We sat down with the raisin canes today, and I just I could feel it immediately. Of just like we just looked at each other, we were just like, this, like these are so good. Yeah. This is we both knew it was gonna uh, be the winner in this round. So I'm going five out of five, five spuds out of five, four spuds out of five for the Chick Fil A. What do you got, Rye? The same thing. So five for the for the cans, five spuds out of five spuds, mm-hmm. and I've been a four spud for the Chick Fil A, which 
You know, you can add up those numbers at home. Bracket Buster, upset alert. Oh my God. <laughs> so up until now, this tournament was chalk. So the first round matchup was one seed McDonald's, eight seed five guys. We want McDonald's. Next matchup, four seed Burger King versus five seed Penn Station. We want Burger King. Then it was Arby's, two seed, Wendy, seven seed. We went Arby's. This is three seed Chick-fil-A versus six seed Raising Cane's. The six seed Raising Cane's upset alert is moving on. Oh my gosh. Shocker. That's crazy. That's one of the ones I would have never seen that coming. I think Raising Cane's is in talk to be the eighth seed. Yes, 100%. And they would not have won that. Well, maybe. We'll get we thought there. they no spoilers. were. Well, yeah, no spoilers. We'll get there. We'll we'll figure it out. But we thought they were a joke in this tournament. Yes. We we liked adding them because it gave a nice balance of two chicken places. Yes. Right. But so in like, the back of our heads, we all we we knew. We thought we knew. Yeah. Who was going to take that matchup? That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, so let's shake things up and talk about two places we haven't talked about today. Mm-hmm. Let's jump to. One seed McDonald's versus the four seed Burger King. Now, this is the most lopsided <laughs> matchup in the tournament because I'm going to catch everybody up. <laughs> we both gave McDonald's five spuds out of five. I gave yes. Burger King two. You gave Burger King three. So, yep. anticlimactic. Now, you know, we we have a bad habit of uh, talking about other th- other compare, we compare way too much to do a oh. bracket like this. Oh yeah. Because we spent every episode comparing all of these to each other. Uh-huh. So like maybe maybe our some of these picks will contradict other ones. I don't really care. Who cares? Uh, I think we verbatim said that these were just a worse version of McDonald's fries. 100% in the episode. <laughs> But for posterity, I want to give them a chance. I want to talk about it really quick and, you know, give the full context. Me too. I, you and me, we both have spent way too much time online, way too much time in sports circles and <laughs> with each other, but also online, but with each other talking about sports. So you're always comparing things to each other. Like, that's just like Forever. the lens through which we look through look at things. I don't know how well that translates into great podcast reviewing. I like it. It is to my taste. If I yes. listen, when I listen back to this podcast, I'm like, yeah, I agree with those guys, but that's because <laughs> that's me talking. And so it makes sense to me. I can see how for someone else, an outsider, maybe that is like, what you're, did you just say that Burger King is the Charles Barkley of French fries? Like, <laughs> For me, you know, about 2018, 2019, I kind of stopped caring about sports for like a good year. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, I kind of got, uh, I got brought back in. I started caring about the Browns and I got, you know, now I'm back into basketball. Mm-hmm. The, com- the the life of comparison kind of broke me for like a minute. And I, and I got, I, I started getting really upset that I felt like nothing had a chance at being good in my eyes. Because to me, it was always going to be compared to something else, no matter what it was. <laughs> I, I would look at things and just be like, well, that's just a worse version of that. And it like <laughs> it was just its own thing. I did that with everything. So yeah. I, had to, I had to take a step back. And I, I think I'm in a healthier spot now with comparing. Where I, Now, I think at the time, especially when you're younger, I feel like with like 
player comps I had a really bad idea of. Of like when guys get you know, when guys come into the NBA, they get drafted, they get player comps. Mm-hmm. Of like this player has shades of shades of Charles Barkley. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean they're gonna be as good as Charles Barkley. It, that, that it literally doesn't mean that at all, actually. No. It, it means they you know, they have similar they you could see similar, you know, characteristics, similar play styles to Barkley, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. I had a, a fatal misunderstanding of that. And I, I, I feel like one of the key players in all of this is a player that comes up on this podcast all the time this episode even was markel fultz oh my god <laughs> who people on, on the internet told i was convinced that markel fultz was going to be the new james harden <laughs> and he never was that for other reasons he was never going to be that no matter what happened do you know who else he got huh he got shades of d'angelo russell oh wow <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, like that was yeah. that was how people would put it. Is like the high end like comparison was like Harden, like one of the best players in the yes. league, like comparing him to his style. But like the median uh, like comparison was like, oh, like a Russell, like a D'Lo, like. But in my head, I looked yeah. at their team. Their team was full of first, you know, first overall picks. The Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. The Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. I saw a big three. Of Marco Fultz, who in my mind was James Harden, two point one, one of the greatest scorers of all time. Yep, I saw Joel Embiid, who a player comes that that's Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, in his defense, he's kind of been living up to it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I saw I saw Ben Simmons, Ooh. who was who was LeBron James. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was his player count. I, I, oh boy. He, he, he kind of looked like come on, I thought that was gonna be LeBron James. So I saw James Harden, Shaquille O'Neal, and LeBron James all uh, all twenty one years old on a basketball team together. And I was wow. like, oh, the basketball's over. That'd be and sick. They, they, and they were awful. How, how many championships did they win? <laughs> you know, zero but plus one. I mean, you never know. <laughs> Why not? It's crazy. Uh, Philly has never, <clears throat> not never in franchise history, the process era Sixers have never been to the conference finals. That's crazy. They lost to the Raptors in the second round with when yeah. Kawhi hit the bouncy, bouncy that shot. The, that was the year. And when Ben Simmons uh, couldn't uh, <laughs> shoot the layup over Trey Young, that was the second <laughs> round. They've topped out at the second round. They've That's never made the conference so finals. That the Hawks made the conference finals before Philly did. Oh, this is—is is this their year? Because they—you mentioned James Harden. They have James Harden now. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can Tyrese Maxey take the next step up and be LeBron James? I mean, they had Jimmy Butler for a little bit. That's kind of similar. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey, the six-foot-tall LeBron James. <laughs> they literally got James Harden. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I I I think that the way that you put you put the comparison life, the that that sports lens, that very online sports fan lens, I think that you put that about as well as you possibly could. I th- I think yeah. I think any sports fan can relate to that that it is. It's it's chronic. It uh, it it gets into your mind, and you start doing it with everything. And yeah, it is kind of it becomes toxic. It's toxic. It's toxic for yeah. sure. And and it, it 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 doesn't work outside of the context of like even in sports. You're, you 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 very nicely illustrated how 
easy it is to like even take that the wrong way in sports yes. themselves, right? Yeah. And I think that that very ably illustrates how that can poorly uh, extend to other things. So, yeah, I think when when we do it on this show, it's mm-hmm. mostly in good fun, and that's yeah. mostly coming from two people that are knowing about it and knowing that that is just like the fun broy kind of way yes to talk about things and you know it has its place you know it it gets you there but you got to know its limits and you got to know that just like that doesn't <laughs> apply to everything right i think you can definitely i think i was definitely taking it to an extreme mm-hmm. and it, it when the second you start letting it impact how you feel about the things that you're comparing yeah that's where that's where you're going to lose it i i feel like i you know i've grown up a lot and the time away helped, and I think that I, you know, I'm in a better spot with comparing things. I feel like that's not it's not an unhealthy thing anymore. It's just fun. It's a fun thing to talk about. We talk about sports. We talk about fast food. It's just all in good fun. Mm-hmm. Is the worst place to take it comparing feelings? Like <laughs> I will never feel that way again. Therefore, I'm not happy because I'll never be as happy as I was at X moment. I was doing that. I was talking <laughs> about how I, I would never feel as happy as I was like the first time I was playing like Minecraft, and I was like, I just why would I ever play a video game again? I'm not gonna feel that way again. <laughs> <sighs> Man, a lot of good reflection on this episode. I think. <laughs> March Spudness is the greatest thing that's ever happened to this show, and one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me as a person. I feel like we've grown a lot. This is pro- this is our best. This, this is our first arc. I think it's our best one. <laughs> uh, I love it. McDonald's is moving on. Uh, let's do. Let's. It, it will. But let's yeah. let's do it. So McDonald's. We talked about it's classic gold crispy fries. They're thin cut. Burger King, it's a little bit of a thicker cut fry, but it's mm-hmm. still classic. It's what you think of. Yep. I mean, we talked about McDonald's, and it was the most high praise you could imagine. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen. I mean, if you want a good, if you want to be uplifted, pretend like go back and fill in. And instead of saying McDonald's, like pretend like you said your name, <laughs> and then I think that you'll be pretty happy. It was a. It was. It was. It isn't unfathomably possible response positive response showered them with praise and and i would say i and the reason why i think that mcdonald's is the winner and should move on of this of this round is is that to get beyond the comparison of like to get beyond the comparison of just like oh burger king is making a lesser version of the mcdonald's fry to get beyond to that i would say that there was a fatal flaw in the burger king fries and it was its salt content too salty. Yes. Overdid salt it. is important. And McDonald's has has a has a cover. Mm-hmm. That's like that's a good salted fry. Yep. Burger King, way too salty. You know, and it's interesting that, you know, the, the salt being on McDonald's fries is positive and then the salt being on Burger King's fries is negative. I mean, it's just to the extremes. It's the difference between being salted versus being salty. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> Burger King fries were boring, were kind of annoying. Yep. They really, I don't know. They had an easy matchup. They did. They, that was that was yeah. our weakest round. Yeah. This one, this is a blowout. McDonald's is advancing. 
spun this championship. <gasps> All right. Wow. On to the next matchup. Yeah, seriously, shocker. Uh, on to the next matchup. Arby's versus Raising Cane's. Holy cow. This, this one. Is, this we, is a, yeah. This is a primetime game right here. We don't have uh, any guardrails or anything to go on. We gave both of uh, both of us gave both of these five out of five. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Okay. Let's start with Arby's. Okay. Arby's to catch everyone up. We, we, we talked about it in this episode as well. Yeah. Um, because that's what we do. Yeah. Is a classic. It's a seasoned uh, curly Q fry. Uh, and we paired it with the cheese sauce, notably. Mm-hmm. And, and they're incredible. The seasoning is the is the is the star for me. Yes. So well seasoned, just like nice and flavorful. Not trying to do too much, but packs good flavor in every bite. Yeah, I mean it's definitely not. It's not. It's it's one of those tough things of when when you're seasoning like a French fry. Sometimes, if you're if you're over at Five Guys, and I want to, we we already get to talk about them in this episode. This is the the review episode that going back and ever talk about everyone. Yeah. Those fries, they use their Cajun seasoning to really over empower the fry and that yeah. flavors the potato and yep. that works to good effect, but it doesn't, you know, uh, we talked about putting ketchup on there and that was pretty good, but it doesn't let the potato sing and any sauce that you put on it. Is not really going to be to overtake that spice? It's not going to be able to. Mm hmm. The Arby's fry is not like that with its seasoning. It doesn't even try to work to uh, overempower the fry itself, the potato itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's very very subtle. It's not spicy, but it's a spice. It's a flavor, and it just kind of works. It it works in conjunction with everything, you know, the, the crispiness of it, the potato, and also the cheese sauce that you're dropping in it. It works together really well. Which I think is it's kind of a fear of mine when you when you're ordering a seasoned fry, that it's not going to be, it's going to be too too much too overpowering. It's going to be the star of the show. It's going to be the only thing I think about when I'm eating them. Not with Arby's fries. I you know. It's tough to even tell that they're. I wouldn't say it's tough to tell that they're seasoned, but like almost. You know what I mean? It's very subtle. I know what you mean, and it's because it all comes together. The first thing everybody's going to notice is the shape, and that they're fun and like yeah. a unique experience. But yeah, once you start eating them, especially if you're doing what we did and pairing them with the cheese sauce, yeah, it's not so in your face that they're seasoned, but it's there. It's nice. It to me, it's it's the spice of uh, the spice on like a little sprinkling on top of just like it brings it together it it's one of those things that like would liven a dish up if in like if you were cooking yeah. right it, it just it, it it brightens things if i were to compare it whoops doing it again if i were to compare it to the five guys fries the way that i would mm. put it uh, the Cajun ones specifically the ones that we did in this tournament is is that if you had a five point scale and number one and number five were no seasoning and way too much seasoning right mm-hmm. I would say that Arby's falls at number two on that list a light nice seasoning and then five guys is number four where it's yes. heavily seasoned but not too much to the point of being 
on too far on one end of the, the scale. They both fit into the nice middle three points of the scale, but on other ends of the spectrum. So that, that is exactly how I put it. Yeah. So I so I would just then take that to say that it was not a detriment with five guys, but you 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 have you have to like it because it is yes. it is in your face and it is presenting itself. And we both did like it. And we talked about that in that episode. Those were very good fries. Here though, I think that this is just a nice subtle seasoning underneath it. The fries give you textural contrast to a level that I don't know if uh, you'll get that anywhere else on this bracket because I think we talked about that like not only do you get the classic french fry experience of the slightly crispy outside and the soft in the inside I feel like within one package of of Arby's fries you get the whole spectrum in there like Mm -hmm. in to a really nice degree every bite is like unique and good and it's giving you a little something different each time there, it's a very nice experience to eat Arby's fries, all in all. Yeah. And with Canes, I mean, we said we said we said our Canes piece earlier in this episode, right? Yeah. This is going to be interesting because there are two of us on this show, mm-hmm. and we've done a really good job, I think, <laughs> of meeting each other halfway all throughout this tournament. We've been in locked up most of the time. Yeah. Uh, but when we've had a difference, we've been pretty easily able to get there. And I don't know where you're leaning, mostly because I'm also like kind of teetering back and forth. I'm teetering, but I think I'm leaning. I, I will say, I think it's very impressive. I, I, I did not think we'd be able to do this for all four of these episodes. Mm-hmm. I thought for one of these, we'd have to, before the show, sit down and make a choice before. So that we didn't just like sit here in dead silence for, <laughs> uh, we never did that, which uh, I thought was impressive. Uh huh. I I feel like I'm 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 leaning towards the decision on this one. Count of five. You, okay. And we'll see. What- count count of count of five, but I, I do want to get my explanation out there right after. Okay. Even yeah, if, you- if if we disagree or we agree, you can go first. If we if we agree or disagree, you can go first and say your piece and. I'm not going to lie to you right up front. Uh, I can pretty easily be swayed either way. <laughs> so on the count of five, we're going to say who's moving on. One, two, three, four. Arby's. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My my thought, and maybe this isn't fair because of how we talked about raising kids. <laughs> But my thought is is that when we talked about them originally on the show, when you get them with the box combo, which I will say, a thousand percent is the most is by far the most common way these fries are eaten. A hundred percent. They kinda sucked. Yeah. When these fries are soggy, they aren't good. Yeah. And and and, and I, I, I wanna make it very, very clear with the styrofoam container that they're stored in my science facts. It's uh-huh. a three compartment. One compartment is for the sauce, one's for the, the coleslaw. The other compartments for the bread, the fries, and the chicken. Mm-hmm. That chicken is sitting right on top of those fries. This is not a maybe the fries are soggy, maybe they aren't. Maybe you get home in time. Yeah, those fries are soggy. To I me, agree. I agree. I, I think that we talked about consistency on this show. We are in these episodes. We talked about how sometimes some of these fries are better 
you know, can it hold hold longer? Some of them are good cold yeah. even still. Some yeah. of them are even when, when you have them on an off day, they're good. Mm-hmm. Even when you have the pieces you don't like as much, they're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raising Cane's is not bad. Raising Cane's is perfect for a, a you know a, a Cinderella story underdog, where for one game all of their weaknesses can hide away <laughs> because they can because they're the shortest team in the in the whole tournament, and they could just pick on Zach Eady all game and be a, the second 16th seed ever win a tournament game. <laughs> Dude, you're. March Madness metaphors have been out of control in this episode. They come to me so fast. <laughs> that feels like your sixth one in this episode. That's incredible. Yeah, those you're nailing it. You're nailing it, man. I I echo all of that. That that that's why. That's why. I I I, I was talking myself into Arby's in real time as we were explaining it. Kane's you pulled off a big upset that I didn't think was possible. Yes. But it ends here. Yeah, you your reality check back in. I mean, they had they had the perfect pros to take down a juggernaut like Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. But they were a deal. And it comes down to chalk. The one seed I mean, McDonald's. In, in the inaugural tournament, of course it will. <laughs> yeah. Versus the two seed Arby's. Classic cut versus curly fry. It all comes down to this. Yeah. We broke them both down. These are both great fries. You know what? I don't know if I would recommend the listener at home do something crazy, like go out and get all eight of these and like do the <laughs> tournament on their own at home. That might be a little bit much. Well, when you put it on the air like that, I mean, somebody's going to do it. <laughs> somebody's going to do it. But, but what I will say is that if you want to have a nice little fun companion piece for this episode, if you got McDonald's fries and you got uh, Arby's curly fries and you sat down with those, I bet that's a pretty good time. For sure. You'd be happy and about that. The one that I want to I want to say about the tournament as a whole, the one through eight, is that we made this bracket and part of the goal with some of the lower seeds was to bring in some weaker options. Mm-hmm. To make some of these matchups more clear and to make it feel more realistic, like like a real you know tournament, yeah, uh, like the re- like the real tournament, get some weaker teams in there. That maybe that you know maybe we didn't really know how this was gonna go. In the end, one through eight, you know, I think our four or five matchup with Burger King Penn Station was kind of a negative episode. Oh, hundred percent. But one through eight, I had a good time doing all of these. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think especially we did all these fries on their own, and that was key in talking about them exclusively separate from the meals mm-hmm. one through eight these are all great companions for our meal totally totally this was a successful first tournament for our show and that i was really happy with 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 these items and yeah how they can serve these institutions right yeah these are all ably at home on the menu you can go to these they're reliable i I'm happy with this, and I and I'm happy with the results that we got, and now, now we're in for a bloodbath. What are we doing here? Who wins? Wow. Who wins March Spudness? Are you really at a crossroads here? I am. Are you? You're not. I don't think I am. You you know. I feel like I know. Maybe I don't. I mean, maybe I don't know, but I know for myself. I think. But 
this hesitation. It's making it a little interesting. We talked about both of these places thoroughly this yes. time. And it reminded me of why I like both of them so much. And we had both of them recently. And I was really happy both times. I was like, nice. When, when we were hitting those high seeds, it was like, nice. Mm. They, they, you know, <laughs> like, you, like you said, we had the one dud matchup and the rest were really good. Yeah. But when we were hitting these top two seeds, it was like, of course, these were the top two seeds. They had to be. These are these are excellent, great fries. Rye, what do you think about giving it to? What do you think about giving it to Arby's? Now, t- now, now, sell me on this. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese sauce. Oh wait. Crispy, curly fries. You get the big curly Q ones that I talk up all the time. They're flavored. They have they have stuff on them that make them taste good. You know what? <laughs> I'm starting to hear you out. Here's what I'm thinking. Talk, talk me back. Talk. Give me the McDonald's side. Or what are you, what are you thinking? What I'm thinking right now. Is, is, okay, fast food, there's a lot of stuff in every fast food restaurant that feels so standard and so normal. Mm-hmm. McDonald's, they have french fries, and they are normal french fries. You pair them with ketchup, they're salty, they're crispy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I would say that of standard french fries, fast food french fries, that's the pinnacle. That's the peak, right? We're yeah. comparing all these other ones to that. Yeah, we but, are. But 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 <laughs> have I had have I went to a local you know restaurant, a pub, a bar and grill, and had French fries that I thought maybe were better than were significantly better than McDonald's, mm-hmm. maybe with fresh potatoes and stuff like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, have I ever been to you know a pub, a bar, a grill, and had better curly fries than Arby's? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Where are you getting curly fries like that? That's what I'm thinking. Because when we talk about fast food, I mean, let's be honest, we're talking about mostly like genetically modified organisms creating this crazy manufactured robot food. Yeah. So I don't want to give it to the one that's the best at imitating the real food. I want to <laughs> give it at the weird specimen fry. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think you're, you're making a great point. I don't know if... Yeah, the the more real versions of just like even if we just widen the uh, the spectrum on that to just be like flavored fries, right? Like mm-hmm. fries, what with have a seasoning on it that isn't just like you know your your standard. Maybe maybe like the most wild that I wouldn't include in this is like garlic, like a garlic parmesan Ooh, or something yeah. fry, which Weird. those those are really good, but. Yeah. But yeah, just looking at the world of like seasoned fries, I don't know if anybody topped the genetically <laughs> modified made in a lab fast food version at Arby's. But yeah, you can get better French fries, I would say, than McDonald's. Like McDonald's is its best in the in the fast food game when it comes to the standard fry. It might be the best when it comes to any type of fry. We haven't decided yet. So I, I feel like that's what's swaying me. Is I guess you know the uniqueness factor is a is super strong with Arby's. The cheese sauce is great, the fries are great. They're 
you just I, I feel like you, you're not going to get something like that anywhere else. And while I may say that about McDonald's in terms of fast food, mm-hmm. fast food is not the only food. I, I, I'd be willing to say, and to keep it more in line with this podcast, that there are better standard fry options than McDonald's at a fast casual. Maybe even less of a fast casual, more of a fast casual sit-down type place. Mm-hmm. Um, just like chain restaurants like that. Yeah. Definitely something that could come up on this show. I think that they could be outclassed by or out, outclass McDonald's themselves. Yeah, it's not quite outclassing McDonald's at their own game, right? Because they are making yeah. a fast food fry. It's in their mm-hmm. same ballpark. They're yes. making a classic cut fry that outdoes them. It's hard to outdo them I, at their game, though. But yeah, I think it's worthwhile to mention. I just don't think you're gonna get something like that from our anywhere else but Arby's. Are we really doing this? I think we're really doing this. Are we dot 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 thinking Arby's? Question mark. Man, I'm thinking Arby's. <laughs> Ryan, would you like to make it official? In the final matchup of Marsh Budness, the championship round, the one seed McDonald's dun, 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 has fallen to the two seed Arby's. That's right. Arby's is the first ever champion of Marsh Budness. The crown potato. Now, if Ryan, if somebody had told you a month ago that we were going to do our first fast food tournament. You didn't get to hear what it was about, but somebody told you we were doing a fast food tournament and that the very, uh, the inaugural winner of our tournament was going to be Arby's. Would you believe them? I would have, I would have guessed that the topic was the shittiest main platter. (laughs) Worst fast food place. What is worst, worst main menu item. (laughs) But I will. I believe it. Now, now I believe it because <laughs> I lived it. I love that we did this. I think it <laughs> makes sense. I think it fit with how this tournament went, the ebbs and flows, the narrative turns that this thing took. It feels right. It does. Arby's, you I, make a I'm great fry. Yeah. McDonald's, you also make a great fry. We put you as the one seed for a reason. You made it all the way to the championship. These are both great fries. I think Arby's is just a little bit better. Not this year, McDonald's. They'll be back. <laughs> if they if they come back for uh, uh, March Spudness 2, everything but the fries edition, they're going to be storming back with those hash browns. Oh my goodness, that back-to-back one seed potential. Potentially, yeah. That's... When, when the voting when the voting comes out, I mean that's gonna be that's gonna be a crazy episode. <laughs> yeah, that'll be released uh, next week. You you'll get the the full voting breakdown. <laughs> it was a fourteen-hour podcast where me and Ryan broke down the hundreds of potential competitors to March Spudness. We cut that down to a curated list of eight. Uh, it was a wild time. Oh, sorry, Ryan. I'm looking at my desktop here, and it looks like all of those files were corrupted. Uh, no. 
Uh, so, sorry guys, I guess you're never going to hear the secret lost episode of March Spudness where we uh, picked all the participants. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. I can see this being a fun episode. Maybe we should do a live stream next year where we do take a full massive list. That would be fun. I, I like that. Yeah. And then, and then and cut that down. down. It. Yep. Yeah. That could be fun. Yeah. March Spudness 2023 is in the books, everybody. How how did you do? How how is your bracket? Busted. Oh, any bracket busters out there? I was pretty crazy. Your bracket was busted. I remember uh behind behind the scenes look. Yeah. You know, flashbacks, cue the little flashback music. Yep. Me and Steven are eating McDonald's French fries. Steven looks at me and says, I think these are winning the whole thing. Uh-huh. I could have punched him in the face. You were so mad. I, I, I stand I, you know, by I, thought, I was like, that's tampering. <laughs> no, it's not, dude. I stand <laughs> by saying that because this is our tournament, and I was just talking. I was just saying, we put him at the one seed. I was just saying, I would be surprised if these didn't tampering. win. Oh, it pissed me off so much. And, and look, look, You're look still at the shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> It was a trick the whole time. <laughs> I don't know about you. I didn't see this coming. I didn't either. I didn't even see it coming when I sat down. <laughs> I, not at all. Like I, It was about halfway through our conversation about Arby's when we were going through it again. And I was just thinking, like, are these going to win? <laughs> and I, I kind of love that. I like, you know, in a, in a tournament, like, McDonald's had, had the easy way out. You know, five guys, that's kind of tough. But I mean, back in the mind, we knew that McDonald's was winning that game. Yeah. Uh, Burger King, complete blowout. Not yep. even a chance they lose that one. But Arby's, Wendy's, that's a tough opponent. That's a high yes. riser. Yes. Canes, that's the highest riser in the whole tournament. That's the, That was the only upset in the whole tournament. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Up until the championship. Right. That, honestly, m- like, mentally, maybe that played a part in it. Like... Like yeah. us, like having to talk through Arby's and say why it is better than a really good French fry, like in its competition. I think that that helped it. It, it helped it us really understand what it does, what it does well. And then once it goes up against what is considered a buzzsaw, but you're right. McDonald's got the easy path and we were mostly saying the whole time, this is a great fry that you've almost certainly had. If you've had French fries before, you've probably had McDonald's French fries at some point. And now that we're at the end, I think that that, that tough competition helped us. It, it 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 gave Arby's a leg up. Yeah. And it lifted it, and I'm glad it did. Me too. What a ride. That's a great tournament. What a season. What a season. So... We mentioned earlier in the show that uh, the NCAA National Men's National Championship is on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah, game. It, it, this this episode went long. It went so long. Well, yeah, I think we knew that going in because we, we had to do the that, whole bracket. Yeah. Uh, but the game is on. UConn, San Diego State. It is currently UConn 30, San Diego State 17. I was hoping you wouldn't tell them the score so I can give them a great prediction. <laughs> The reason I said it was because I had that information and you didn't, and I thought it would be unfair. No, I, I had it pulled up. 
I was so ready to be correct. Sorry. Uh, I, you know what? I'm sticking with my gut. I had San Diego State winning this as of last week. Uh, and so that's been my gut the whole time, so I'm going to go with that one. I I will also cheer for that just because they're playing from behind. And so yeah. I, I'll, I'm cheering for them. I, 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 hope they, I hope they pull off the comeback. That would be fun. That would be exciting. You know, I like to 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 be a more honest, just in general, and and when I you know have weird things in my brain that go on, I like to talk about them. I think that that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've followed basketball for a while at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not big into college basketball, but I watch the tournament every year and I, I pay kind of attention. Yeah, and and UConn is a basketball like they, they have like a basketball program. They're always here. If they manage to win, I believe they will have won five national championships, men's national championships, in like the last like twenty five years. Oh, which is I didn't, a know, crazy that, I didn't know that they were the greatest. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I know of them as, as a great basketball program, and I, I have for the, for a long time. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I I th- you th- I think of them as UConn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why it kind of shocked me. I'm looking at I'm looking at the the ESPN header. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing I'm seeing them with a the jersey that says Connecticut on it, and it's like, oh, University of Connecticut. <laughs> that makes sense. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. Like you, UConn, you Connecticut, University of Connecticut. Yeah, the University of yeah. Connecticut Huskies. You just thought yeah. that that was like, no, but a, like if you a thing, Dad, serious. If you asked me a week ago, if, uh, in the last week when we were talking about these teams, hey, where's UConn play? Hey, what school is that? I don't. It's uh, the Huskies. You knew they Anyways. were the Huskies, but you didn't know that they played in Connecticut. I know they were the Huskies because I watched the basketball games, but I guess not closely enough because I didn't know the jerseys say Connecticut on them. Okay, that is the perfect way to end this podcast. Thank you for the With honesty. Yeah, a hundred percent. Not somebody being dumb. No, that is honesty. No, that was that was truth. And we speak truth to power on this podcast, and that's why the winner of March Spudness is Arby's, because that is the truth. That's reality, and that's what we're all about. We keep it real. Yeah, we do. And that's the end of the show. I want to thank everybody for listening. This has been not just a great episode, but a great tournament. This was a great month, the month of March. It wound down. We're here at the end. And it was lovely. It was. Beautiful tournament. A beautiful tournament, a beautiful podcast, a beautiful French fry. And with that, we'll see you next time. See ya.